Breakfast Business with Enterprise Ireland on News Talk. Yeah, welcome back. It is 6.43. Cities are not dead, but they are in trouble. That's the message in a new book, The Age of the City, co-authored by Tom Lee Devlin, who is The Economist's global business correspondent and co-host of the Money Talks podcast. And the data seems to suggest that demand for urban offices might be waning as many of us get used to a new hybrid way of working. Having said that, cities are adaptable and can adjust and should not be written off just yet. Good morning, Tom. Good morning. Thank you so much for having me on the show. Delighted to have you on. Tell us, why are cities in trouble? Well, I'll just start by saying that at a very simple level, it's helpful to think of cities as comprised of kind of an inner urban area with offices, retail, dense housing, and then a kind of lower density suburban area. And so I guess the first point to clarify that I'd make is that cities in their entirety are continuing to to power along. So in America, they account for about 90% of GDP in other rich countries like Ireland. It's It's a similar story, and there's not really any sign of that changing. But What's more interesting here is kind of the relative performance of the urban and the suburban. And that has gone through many cycles before. Um, And there's uh, a very interesting history there. Um, I won't go into it in in too much detail. But if you think about the decades after the Second World War, as, as cars became more affordable, you saw a significant movement of people out of inner cities. They really struggled with unemployment, rising crime, deteriorating services. New York nearly went bankrupt in the 1970s. Then beginning around the 1990s, you started to see an inversion of that pattern where a kind of younger generation of of educated workers that were born during the counterculture started to sort of move away from the the stifling conformity of the suburbs, uh, looking for the kind of more diverse uh, lifestyle of of the inner city. drawn in by cafes and night culture and you know, opportunities for dating and, and so on. Um, and, you know, uh, Richard Florida, who's, a, who's a, an urbanist, has talked about this creative class, you know, uh, uh, people working in finance, in law and professional services that really drove an, an urban renaissance. And what you've seen in the last few years since the pandemic was a very abrupt change where all of a sudden that pattern was kind of stopped in its tracks um, as people suddenly started uh, no longer needing to go into the office five days a week. It kind of shook the tree, so to speak, and, mm-hmm. and a lot of commuters, particularly those kind of around their early 30s, uh, started to move back out into the suburbs where longer commute times were, were no longer such a big deal. And and the upshot of that is that you saw a big increase in office vacancies, a big reduction in use of public transport, and a big drop in retail spending in urban areas. And that's been frankly, a pretty painful adjustment for and a lot it's, of cities. And it, it might get worse because commercial property values uh, might start falling rapidly and then they'll have to readjust the, the properties that they do own. So if you own a real estate investment trust, that might have an impact on your life. Absolutely. Um, and, and this is kind of coming at a time when interest rates are also on the rise. So the cost of servicing a lot of debts that support those investments is is going up. So in many respects, there's kind of a, a bit of a perfect storm brewing uh, in, in the commercial real estate market. And we are starting to see signs um, of developers looking uh, to rethink how some of that space is used. You know, in London, for example, we have developers turning unused offices into lab spaces for the growing life sciences industry. But also a, a big area of focus is turning some of those buildings into 
residential property and, and hotels. and Which, and which, which big... is not something that's done easily, though, is it, Tom? Because, I mean, office uh, designs and residential designs are two very different things. It is a big job. Absolutely. You know, one classic issue that, that a lot of developers are confronting is the ratio of windows to floor space. So if you think about offices, generally they don't have anywhere near as many windows as uh, as houses do. And, and, you know, that's not an easy fix to make. So you're, you're absolutely right. You know, this is, is not going to be a quick fix. It's certainly not going to be an overnight fix for a lot of these, do you, a lot of these buildings. Tom, do you think that heavily centralised countries such as Ireland, France and the UK are are more immune from the drift away from urban living because everything because all the big decisions are taken in London, Paris, and Dublin, for example. Yeah, I mean that, that's a tough question. Um, you know, I, I think you know as a general principle, I think for cities to thrive, it, it's very important that there is an element of uh, local um, autonomy around decision making. You know, if all planning decisions ultimately, um, you know come back to a, a central authority that, that is quite far removed from uh, the realities on the ground. I think it makes it very difficult to be, to be adaptable to local changes, to really understand the sort of specific needs of, you know, a local, a local urban area. So, you know, I think that uh, in, in some respects actually creates some challenges. Do you think that young people need cities more than older people? I mean, everyone knows that young people gravitate towards cities, A, because there, there are more jobs there, but also to find a partner, to find a mate. Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, we see this pretty clearly in the data. If, if you look at London and you look at uh, net migration into the inner boroughs, so the difference between people entering and, and exiting, by age, basically you see a very clear spike um, in, in the early 20s, sort of peaking in, in the mid-20s, and then that starts to taper off and it, it turns uh, negative with more people exiting and entering kind of mid-30s, which you know makes sense really. That's, that's the time when a lot of people now are starting to have children and, and form a family. Um, and so naturally are uh, thinking a bit harder about the amount of space that they require and their ability to afford that in in inner city areas, which are, uh, as a general rule, a lot more expensive on a sort of square square foot basis than, than suburban areas. Um, and so, you know, I think interestingly, we are now seeing the millennial generation very much going through that transition. But at the same time, we're seeing Generation Z kind of going through the phase of really being drawn in by that, that urban magnetism. Yeah. Uh, of course, cities can reinvent themselves. And if there's a mass exodus, that they will have to change their offering and make them more make themselves more attractive, whether that's a 15-minute city like the Parisians are, are talking about or something else. They can adapt. Absolutely. Um, you know, I think cities uh, throughout history have shown themselves to be incredibly adaptable. Uh, but I think it does take deliberate action and forethought and planning. Um, you know, if you look at a city like San Francisco uh, at the moment, it's clearly Gosh, struggling. that's in trouble. Oh, yeah, absolutely. You know, it, it, it has multiple issues around homelessness, uh, rising uh, problems with drugs and crime. And they've kind of had a, you know, uh, a perfect storm of both rising remote work rates, but also a slump in the tech market. Um, and frankly, you know, decades of underinvestment in housing supply that's made the city incredibly unaffordable for people. Um, and so, you know, if you let these issues fester over time, frankly, it becomes harder and harder to 
escape these these patterns of decline that can emerge. And uh, and then you could have a, a long-term decline in cities like Detroit. Uh, Tom, thank you so much. That's Tom Lee Devlin, um, who is the Money Talks podcast presenter, but also co-author of The Age of the City. Breakfast Business with Enterprise Ireland on News Talk.